Hey guys, it's Troy from I Am Connected. Here in my home, beautiful Tambourine Mountain. You can see the sun's just coming up amongst nature. Um, I was talking to my one of my coaches this week and we were talking about the Two Paths podcast. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. As I continue to learn um, around technology, around consciousness, I wanted to curate speakers and uh, experts in not only the technology field and science field but also in the consciousness spirituality field and essentially two paths is like there's a, an acceleration that's happening at the moment seemingly and as we prepare to start entering into a, a digital realm through the metaverse it begs the question, you know, is technology taking us where we need to go? Um, have we begun to, have we even come close to tapping into the, the infinite potential of, you know, ourselves? And when I look at um, here, like look at nature and the complexity and the sophistication and the intelligence and the aliveness and, you know, we are the most evolved technology on the planet and to a large extent we miss it you know we're so consumed by the noise in our heads the compulsion to do the compulsion to think that we miss this and so for me like i am not necessarily pro technology technology being the savior nor am i anti-technology because you know i feel like it's all one in the same we are all we are technology and we're, and we're not technology you know we're organic but really this is we are the most evolved technology on the planet and so for me what two paths is is curating different speakers and conversations as we explore like ultimately what are we becoming like what are we evolving to and for me that's like really exciting like what is what does the next 20 50 100 years look like and what I do know though, is it's gonna go fast. Um, and so I'm doing a lot of reading around artificial intelligence, around uh, machine learning, around the metaverse, around um, spirituality, around, around understanding ourself, you know, around healing, the mind, meditation. So there's practices that, um, how do we, how do we learn to to manage ourselves more effectively so that we can be not only happier and healthier but to become that full extension of our potential you know we here i believe with the seed of potential within the same as you know a tree has becomes a tree you know like what is it that we can become individually and collectively and as i look at this and you know i I'm fascinated by the concept of the Big Bang. You know, science tells us that 13.8 years, years ago, sorry, 13.8 billion years ago, there was um, a point where we were a unified point. We were a single, everything that's known, everything that can be known was a unified point, at a unified point, a collective. And it was infinite mass, infinite gravity so where the laws of relativity 
and the laws of quantum break down so a point in no space in no time that in fractions of a second boom, exploded to become you know everything that is known and can be known it's and so there was a point of you know where we were we were all one and the same and it, then into separation and it took a billion years for the fundamental like atoms the building blocks of life to to form a billion years it's a long time and then subsequently over the next uh you know 10 billion years um 9 billion years then stars and and planets started to form galaxies started to form four and a half billion years there was the four and a half billion years ago the earth um formed and then there was a billion years before single-celled organisms formed and then multi-celled organisms and then plants and then animals and then eventually the dinosaurs about 250 million years ago then there was the extinction event which paved the way for mammals and then about four four or five million years ago that's a long time four or five million years but in the grand scheme of billions of years it's not that long but four five billion years ago the our predecessors well our primates stood up eventually stood up and became you know our our ancestors which eventually 300,000 years ago became homo sapiens 300,000 years humans have only been on this planet for 300,000 years and the way I look at it is like life we were this unified point maybe a unified point of consciousness is what I perceive maybe and that exploded into everything and from that we've been evolving we've we've been becoming something some we've been becoming and to this point now like humans being a human you know with 300,000 years in only been here 300,000 years and in this greater becoming you know what is it that we're becoming what is it that we're evolving to these are the conversations that I'm keen to have and and so the consideration that maybe humans not the the end game maybe humans like we've only been here 300,000 years maybe we're not the end game but at the same time we can't deny that we are the most evolved technology on the planet thus far uh, and so as part of this podcast having conversations around what what the metaverse means you know like i was um samir the previous ceo of singularity university talks about when things go exponential is when like we there's this exponential curve and ray kurtzwell talks about it and um the more as, as part of moore's law and ray kurtzwell has been um you know about 85 percent accurate at, at his predictions um, that he made I think in the 80s um, and these predictions uh, extend till now he's had 85% accuracy with these and that's because he was he was looking at the trajectory of the development of technology along Moore's law uh, which is an exponential curve so things um, are evolving developing exponentially and when we look back from that initial big bang and if you if we were to consider that perhaps life has been 
evolving exponentially up an exponential curve and we can see there's an acceleration to this point now where we're creating tools that can even extend beyond potentially beyond human and so yeah what Samil was saying is that as we head when, when things go exponential is when they become digitized and he uses the example of digital photography or photography back in the day it used to be that we um, you know had a camera and we had to go buy film and you get 24 36 or 48 um, photos and you'd take a shot but you wouldn't know how the shot was until you actually went and got it developed and so then you go get it developed and you'll be able to see um, but it's a very it was a very like a scarcity mentality there was limited photos that you could take and now with digital cameras you know you take so many and then what you, you can leave them you can edit them you can upload them and what you can actually do with those photos is you know is profound in its own right and so then what um is happening when when things started when we went to the digital space then our ability to be able to iterate and evolve what we can actually do with photos is you know exploding exponentially and what's happening now you know is when you look at the the top 10 market cap companies of the world a number of them are gearing us up to the, we're building a metaverse we're building a, a digital world and a digital world that we will then enter and part of what we do with i am we're doing with i am connected is uh, using wearable technologies to to know um, and optimize ourselves and so these are like external wearable technologies to a large extent but soon the technology is going to enable us to you know you know dig we're, we're already digitizing ourselves um, and so what does that mean what does that look like uh, are we you know if, if you look to what Ray Kurzweil is saying in, in in his books the singularity is near is that you know by 20 30 2040 we'll we'll transcend our our biology and that could be exciting that could be really exciting but how do how do we prepare ourselves for that and at the same time have we even begun to tap into the sophistication like this intelligence we are so like encumbered by a mind like the thinking which compels us to do and and in my experience as we this narration that's constantly in our head and if we if we don't do the work to build a relationship with it to build a space from it well then we are essentially we are that narration we are you know at the it's almost like a slave to that narration and so the conversations we'll be having on this podcast are like what are the implications and of actually entering into this digital space and what's exciting about that and what's what's concerning about that and at the same time like how do we how do we level up this um, organic pink we call it the pink path how do we use technology to help us to evolve and become what it is that we can become because we know where we started right we started at this this individual point of consciousness this individual point in no space in no time 
that sits out of it, it's it's like what science calls a miracle because there's just no way it has to be a miracle because there's no no other way to to explain it and so what is it that we're becoming and that's what really exciting is like what is it that we're becoming and for me that's what we're, i'm connected as we're building is like as we work towards heal our wounds as a as a human as we heal ourselves and at the same time work towards using technology to help optimize ourselves we really want to just have ultimate choice as we move forward as we as we look into a future which is is like heading up this exponential curve and when i look at this exponential curve of life from that big bang until this point it's like it's like Ray Kurzweil talks about in 2045, the technology that we're building, its intelligence will surpass ours and start iterating upon itself exponentially, pushing us through um, into, it's unknowable at this stage. And so we see companies like Microsoft and and Neuralink building brain computer interfaces so that we can actually integrate with the technology that we're that we're creating. And so, you know, so many people are identified with the human. But if we take a step back and we look at well, are we human or are we consciousness itself evolving, becoming? And you know, how to how does how is that even possible like what is that when i yeah the more i go deeper into the meditation and the more i'm able to disidentify with the stories like the stories which is the conditioning that starts as soon as you enter into this reality like this is what this world is this is what this reality is then the more i see that the story has become a limitation for what is truly possible. And as we start looking at building our own virtual worlds as part of this metaverse, then, and as the brain can't tell the difference between what is perceived and what is real, like if you've ever had a VR experience, if you haven't, then I encourage you to, then it feels very real. It feels as real as this here. And I'd encourage you to look at some of Ray Kurzweil's predictions. Like I said, he's been 85% accurate. And yeah, he's suggesting by 2030, beyond a lot of the time that humans spend will be in the, in the virtual space, in, in, in the metaverse. And that's it, it's both terrifying and exciting. So these are the conversations that we're going to have. Like, how do we prepare ourselves for what's become, what's, what's becoming, and how do we become what we can become? We don't want to limit ourselves by our beliefs, our thinking, because throughout history, what was known has constantly been debunked. You know, the earth is the center of the universe. Um, the earth rotates, the, the, the sun rotates around the earth. You know, there was a time when 
um, you know, race, gender, have been suppressed because they were considered inferior. It's just like stuff just gets, it falls away. And so as more and more of our limiting beliefs fall away, then how do we tap into a greater becoming? In addition to this, we see you know, a psychedelics renaissance as well. Like psychedelics is a, is a powerful tool for mental health, but not only that, powerful tool for the exploration of, of consciousness, exploration of, it, it strips away the veil of the mind, it strips away the conditioning. And as it does, it pulls you out of that conditioning. It's like, pulls you out of the story, the, your individual and the macro story, and it opens you up to a whole other perspective. And so as more and more people have these experiences and, and bring that back and int integrate it into their day-to-day, -day, then, you know, wow, like, things are going to go so fast. And we infuse technology in this, and, it's, like, for me, this is all part of a, a greater becoming. And the awareness is, in the, in the greater becoming, is that the power can't rest in the few to determine what that greater becoming is. And so this is where things like Web3, um, decentralized autonomous organizations and you know, share like building community and and yeah it's like it, it needs to be a we like when we look at the cells in our body is like there's individual cells but then there's multiple cells trillions of cells that help to to form this and so as an individual human being part of a the human race like what is the human race collectively and then you know, what are we part of and so as we look down at at what actually makes up this avatar and then look out and then what are we part of in an infinite universe what are we becoming so I don't, I don't know I just find all this fascinating and so yeah the work that I do with I am connected is really helping people to learn to disidentify with the mind to observe the story to tune into that underlying uh, wholeness, that underlying energy that feels all of this, that flows through all the things. And my, my awareness is if we can connect to that and not be stuck in the story, the individual story, the individual separation, your individual conditioning, the collective conditioning, if we can have ourselves once again based in a sense of wholeness, that wholeness that we started with, that initial big bang, you know, we were whole. We went into separation. And what so many crave is, is happiness. And what's happiness? It's that feeling of wholeness inside. It's that I am enough, I am complete. 
and it's already here. Like that feeling is already here. And as we learn to, to sep disidentify with the mind, connect to that, that underlying truth. And when I share this with my clients, it's like, when we look at this story, I often get asked my opinions about different things. And it's like, well, when we look at different stories, you know, let's use Donald Trump as an example. Is Donald Trump good or is he bad? And it's like, well, he's both, you know, there's people that will say he's good and there's people that will say he's bad. And so within that, because it's both good and bad, it's like, well, is that, is that the ultimate truth? And so for me, it's like, well, because it can change, it's not really uh, the ultimate truth. But there's something that underlies everything that when you learn how to connect to it, it's always the same. It feels the same. It, it's unchanging. Um, and so for me, that feels like the ultimate truth. And then everything else is just a story which can change. And so by shifting our orientation to be connected to that wholeness, to, to connect it into, grounded in this, in, in this um, sense of fullness, in all of this, and then the story can change. And then as we learn to connect to this underlying intelligence, then and allow it to move through us, then it's no longer us in the story reacting, trying to figure stuff out. My way is better than your way or this or that. It's like really, I am whole expressing myself. And as we move our orientation to that, and then we start playing with technology, and using our technologies to become, then, wow, how will we use technologies? What will we become? And that's wild. And the, the most incredible thing is like technology is moving so fast into this next period of the next 20 years. We're all going to be here for it. We just need to be prepared for it. It's like things will go really fast and we can't even imagine what it is that we can become. Particularly, you know, when we throw artificial intelligence in there and we use artificial intelligence to help us to evolve even more so. I'm not saying that we'll, I don't, that we'll move beyond, you know, we'll have to move beyond this organic body, but maybe, maybe we could. Are we? Am I this body? There's, there's really cool videos like, um, awareness around like cellular machinery or molecular machinery when you actually look into a cell and you see the sophistication that's happening in each cell of these body we, we realize that that's not we're not actually doing that there's something else that's driving that so that's not actually us this is just an avatar that we get to use to integrate and explore this reality but am i the body i'm not the body or I am the body. Am I the mind? Am I the story? I can observe the story. I can observe the body. 
I can feel all of this. Who are you? Who are you? That's a, that's a big question. That's something that we'll constantly be asking, like, who are you in this greater becoming? Like, who are you? And so two paths is exploring this. The gray path, where we potentially integrate with technology and become. Maybe back to this infinite point, this infinity point, this singularity, infinite gravity, infinite mass, just, or, the pink path you know how do we stay in this form and become like what does that look like how do we evolve ourselves i do know that it starts by disidentifying with that story that's in your head that narration that just stops that it doesn't stop so it just keeps you it keeps you up at night stops you sleeping it drives you to do stuff until we build a relationship with that noise, then we are its slave. And if you think about it, as we start integrating with technology, you've already got a noise in your head that's talking to you, this voice that's talking to you. And marketing, I've known for a very long time how to influence that noise. And, this, and the technology, the algorithms, look at Facebook for example, the algorithms are learning where you look, where you stop, where you click, what you like, who you friend, and so it's learning you. And so that algorithm can influence your feed so that you're just seeing stuff that it wants you to see. So are you in control? And so the time to actually build a relate like to to disidentify with that noise is is now because of the technology and its ability to be able to influence that is increasing exponentially and so we need to wake up we need to wake up we need to disidentify we need to learn how to build a relationship with that noise so that we're not that noise we need to base ourselves in in the truth, which is a connection to that unified point. And then from there, we can explore and play and use the stories for fun, because ultimately then it won't really matter because we are already whole. And so, yeah, that's what this podcast is about. These are the conversations that we'll be having. Um, I'm excited to bring you some really cool people, both on the technology side, both on the consciousness side, as we yeah, move into this greater becoming. Technology's not the enemy. And maybe we're not just human. Maybe we, we are something so much more. And maybe our identification with being human is a limitation. To what we can really truly become we've only been here 300,000 years in this form and when we look at this form being the body we don't control the body the body is its own manifestation of life yeah so i'd love you to tune in big love from beautiful tambourine mountain into the hinterland of the gold coast